It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. A very important segment on our program, and it's a pleasure to have with us Monica Murray, is a doctor of audiology with United Healthcare and a nationally recognized hearing health expert. Very important subject. Good morning, Monica. Good morning. How are you? We're doing good. Thanks for being with us in this very important subject. Hearing. Sometimes we take our hearing for granted. Let me ask you a few questions. First of all, is do you think there are many people out there that don't realize that they have a hearing problem? Absolutely. Um, hearing loss is very prevalent in the United States. It's the third most common chronic health health condition. Um, and as you age, about 50% of individuals over the age of 75 experience hearing loss. So maybe people start to realize when maybe your spouse or your friend says, you know, why do you have that up so loud? And, and then they start to possibly figure it out. Yep, that's exactly how it starts. And, and generally hearing loss is gradual. So we just start with turning up the volume on um, headsets, on TVs, um, and, and most people learn how to, to cope that way, but don't realize that they're missing out on so much more. Of course, when your voc- vocabulary consists of saying what every hour, every half hour, <laughs> exactly. it's probably a, a good thing to start to, to look into it. Now, do we naturally, as we go older, our hearing goes a little bit, or is it something uh, generally because of our lifestyle? It's a combination of both. Um, exposure to loud sounds um, gradually or consistently over time can impact your hearing. Um, but then, of course, as you age, um, hearing loss is a part of the aging process. So it's pretty prevalent, it especially is, it if you're getting prevalent. older. Mm-hmm. What are some of the um, implications when your hearing does go or dims and uh, how it affects you in all different ways? Yeah, so hearing loss doesn't just affect impact your ability to have conversations with individuals or hear the TV. Um, it can also cause um, you know, some stress, anxiety, depression, high blood pressure, hmm. heart disease, uh, and other health problems. You don't even think of that aspect of it. Hmm? Yeah, multifaceted. So what is the, the number one thing as we uh, grow older or even when you were younger that... Um, you know, you say if you're out in the sun too long, you're going to get skin cancer. What's the number one thing that we do wrong that hurts our hearing? Well, um, you know, maybe you've you realized it, but we live in a generation now where it seems like everyone's got earbuds or headphones on all the time. So, you know, limiting exposure to sounds um, or ex- exposure to loud sounds um, is really uh, important in keeping your hearing healthy. So that's some of the steps that people take is, you know, stay away from loud sounds and what other things? Uh, You know, it's also surprisingly uh, important to have a healthy diet because there's uh, vital nutrients in Mm. the diet such as potassium, magnesium, and zinc that can all boost your immune system and continue to have uh, impacts on your hearing. That's interesting. You know, are there ear vitamins? <laughs> Not specifically ear vitamins, but they can; um, those nutrients can help your overall ear health. I remember uh, Dr. Murray that we always would put uh, Q-tips in our ears when we were. I mean, was uh, just put a Q-tip in your ear. Uh, is that taboo now? 
Well, yeah, they say uh, you shouldn't put anything uh, smaller than your elbow in your ear. Um, but I admit I'm guilty of using a Q-tip to dry out my ear. But sometimes, um, you know, really using a Q-tip can just lodge that wax in your ear uh, mm-hmm. further and create challenges. How important is it for folks, and some people never do this, to go to an ologist and get your ears cleaned out? Is that, uh, if you don't do that, is that detrimental? No, I mean, it, I think that people are either waxy or they're not waxy, and they probably um, know that. But, you know, some things you can do is if you're in the shower, let some warm water, you know, run in your ears, and it will soften that wax up over time. But, you know, when you're at your primary care physician, they can always take a look to see if you have excess wax. But we need wax, some wax, right? It does. It, it keeps, uh, you know, all the the bugs and particles at bay. So wax is important for ear health. So if somebody comes to you and, uh, you know, you can obviously that they're getting some hearing loss, um, is there something you can do to help stop it or make it better? No, unfortunately, once you're, you lose your hearing and cause damage to your hearing cells, um, it is irreversible. So it's important to protect, protect it while you have it. So do you get into uh, different types of hearing aids with your patients? Yeah, so I'm actually, I, I'm not in clinic right now at this time in, in my career, but um, you know, if you go to a healthcare, hearing healthcare professional and it's determined that you have hearing loss, they'll likely discuss um, hearing aid options and your lifestyle to see what the best choice is for you. Um, it's really amazing. I'm not sure if you've been familiar with anyone with hearing aids recently, but um, not only do they look great and they're very discreet, but from a technology standpoint, they're very advanced. Um, they have Bluetooth capability. They can connect with cell phone and other Bluetooth devices and allow a lot more manual control when you're in noisy situations. So really um, a lot of great technology and hearing aids these days. So you say if you're having hearing loss, then there's nothing you can do about it. So how important it is to go and find out? Um, it is. It is, because untreated hearing loss really um, impacts everyone's general overall health. Um, there was a study that was published this past summer called the Achieve Study, and it found that using hearing aids can reduce the risk of cognitive decline in older adults that have a high risk of dementia by almost 50% over a three-year period. So really um, important stuff to uh, treat hearing, your hearing loss as soon as possible. So let me understand this, Monica. You say if people are having hearing loss, they would be more apt to have dementia at an earlier age? Well, if they're at risk for dementia and they don't treat their hearing loss, um, it can, not treating it can exacerbate the speed of dementia. Hmm. These, these are certainly aspects that uh, we don't think about. I remember when we went to school, they gave us hearing tests. Do they still do that in schools, the little beep? They do, and, you know, unfortunately, probably that's the last time in kindergarten that uh, many of us had our hearing tested. So it's always a great idea to go in and get your hearing tested just to get a baseline to see where you're at. I can still hear the little beeps in my head from when I was a kid. (laughs) I was so happy when I heard a beep. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. uh, People really like that opportunity to get out of class. So what about, uh, what is this Wish of a Lifetime that, that you're involved with? What is that yeah. about? Um, Wish of a Lifetime is a great uh, program through AARP, 
that grants life-changing wishes that celebrate older adults for their accomplishments, uh, allows these adults to share their stories, uh, empowers them to choose how they live as they age. Uh, they've currently granted over 2,500 wishes. Um, Wish of a Lifetime has opportunities to reconnect loved ones, fulfill lifelong dreams, commemorate service, and reignite passions for aging adults. So how would somebody uh, get involved with this? Okay, you can learn more at wishofalifetime.org or go to uhchearing.com. Wishofalifetime.org? Yes. Okay, well, that's easy enough. You can get that, yep. So while I've uh, got you here, uh, have they approved a lot with hearing aids? Yes. The, um, the hearing, uh, hearing aid technology has improved significantly um, over time. And, um, you know, they, they look great, they're discreet, and um, they perform really well in all situations, and especially in noise, which I think is the most challenging environment for most individuals with hearing loss. I understand that they were they're going to be or are they doing it now selling hearing uh, aids without prescriptions or are they making it easier for folks because it can be very expensive? Yes, there are um, the FDA has approved over the counter hearing aids. So there's a lot of um, options out there um, and I just there's many uh, um, opportunities to educate yourself uh, on which technology is, is best for you. It's so, always great to start with a hearing test to see mm-hmm. um, what you need. So I want to understand that. So even if you have uh, some hearing loss and you say you, you can't reverse it, are there things we, they can do so it doesn't get worse? Yes. It's all, it's all about hearing protection at that point. Um, mm-hmm. Limit your exposure to loud sounds. If you do wear earbuds or headphones, um, we recommend the 60-60 rule. So that means um, don't use those devices for more than 60 minutes and keep them at less than 60% of their volume. Um, I always say that if someone around you can hear the sound coming out of the earbuds or headphones, that volume is up too loud. Too loud, yeah. I've been wearing earphones um, for many, many years. <laughs> and that's a pleasure. Uh, it's a pleasure to hear you. Not too loud. <laughs> no, I, I don't keep them too loud. But uh, I was talking before we went on the air. How it seems like every place you go, everybody thinks restaurants that they they have to have music blaring. I don't know if they feel that people love that or not. But you know, you can't even sometimes talk to the person that you're having dinner with. It makes it very challenging those loud uh, restaurant situations. Mm-hmm. So leave us with, uh, once again, some tips as we are right now. It's important to get a diagnose whether you have hearing problems or not. I I assume that that's very advantageous, right? Absolutely. Limit your exposure to loud sounds. Use hearing protection when you are in loud environments. Um, Are some great opportunities to keep your hearing healthy. Mm -hmm. And if you're making the TV too loud, um, you need to get a little suspicious. It's probably time to go get that hearing tested. And remember, I think it was in the third grade, there was a young lady who sat in the the uh, back seat of the row, and she was a loud talker. And I'm th- I mean, wow, she's very... Is that another symptom when you don't hear that well, that you're, you're a loud talker? Um, no, I don't, I don't know if there's any uh, correlation to that or not. Um, probably, maybe she was just in the back of the room and wanted to make sure she got hers. Oh, okay. 
All right. Because I thought about that years later. My, I bet she couldn't hear very well. But we heard Maybe. her very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you say a healthy diet, uh, what are your suggestions? Because that helps you with everything. Yeah, absolutely. So there's um, some vitamin-packed foods that can help protect your hearing health. Um, one is uh, potassium and there's uh, magnesium, vitamins A, C, and E. So some of those foods um, include bananas, artichokes, potatoes, spinach, <clears throat> broccoli, um, and then also zinc. It helps boost your immune system. Um, so really studies suggest that may help for individuals that have <clears throat> tinnitus or ringing in their ears. Ooh, that's a... That's something, uh, do you know much about tinnitus? Because uh, my mom had it, and it was really, some days it was just excruciating for her. Yeah, it's, um, it's, that's really um, a, a challenging situation for individuals that experience tinnitus. Um, and if you have tinnitus, I would recommend going to a healthcare professional to get your hearing tested to make sure that there's nothing else going on. Mm-hmm. So they don't have any new miraculous cure for it now yet, or no? But um, believe it or not, um, there's been studies that show just using a hearing aid helps you hear sounds um, mm-hmm. that makes the tinnitus um, not noticeable. But there is no cure for tinnitus. What about ringing in the ears? Uh, what are some of the causes of that? Uh, generally, exposure to loud sounds. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you've ever left a loud concert or restaurant and mm-hmm. you leave and your ears are ringing. It's, it's because you're, uh, you've been overstimulated and sound. No kidding. That's, some, that's how it generally starts, you know. And you, So bananas are good as long as you don't put them in your ear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I love bananas, so that's, that's wonderful. Well, that's great. Just don't put them in your ears. <laughs> Well, I know you're making the rounds, Monica, trying to tell people, uh, you know, be aware of uh, your hearing health. Anything else we need to know? No, that's, uh, I think that's all I've got. But also, uh, if you're interested in Wish of a Lifetime, that's a great opportunity for um, individuals to check that out, too. Now you're in Connecticut, right? I'm in um, upstate New York. Upstate New York. Western New York. So Wish of a Lifetime is utilized everywhere. It is. It's a nationally recognized program, part of AARP. Wishofalifetime.org. Yes, sir. And uh, when you do get in touch with them, what's the first thing that they do? Um, they will do a general screening about what your interests are and how they can help you um, accomplish the wish that you're looking for. Excellent. Well, it's a pleasure to talk with you. Uh, Thanks, we need to I be enjoyed aware. the conversation. All right, Monica. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.